Welcome to Finding the More Ministries. In our summer podcast series, we will explore being a friend like Jesus. Each week, we will look at the example Jesus gave us as he demonstrated how he loved others. This series should challenge us to be the same type of friend to the world that Jesus was. So join us as we explore how to be a friend like Jesus. This week on A Friend Like Jesus, we're going to dive into what it means to be a compassionate friend. We're going to look and see how Jesus showed compassion on others when the culture around them had forgotten them. So what does it mean to truly be a friend? And I asked this question to some of our young adults at our church. What are some good qualities of a friend? And the responses I received was selflessness, that someone who's helpful, someone who's kind, someone who's willing to make a sacrifice, someone who is honest, and someone who listens. And I found it very interesting because all of those things are exactly who Jesus was and is. And I want you to stop and think, has there ever been a time that you have needed someone to demonstrate compassion towards you? Have you ever had to endure a situation or an illness or something going on in your family where you felt like you were isolated? where you felt like you were just downtrodden and wasn't sure which way to go. You just needed someone to come alongside you. And that's what Jesus does. Jesus, when he came on the scene and he started his ministry, or just should I say the documentation of his ministry starts, he steps out and he reaches out and shows compassion to people that no one else was willing to have compassion on. He demonstrates love in a way that had never been seen. And he doesn't just have compassion on those who are religious or those in the temple or just the Jewish people, but he shows compassion to the very people that society and culture had cast away. He demonstrates love to them. And then he introduces them to God. And I want us to take a moment and just look at how leprosy affected people. We're going to look at this and we're going to see how Jesus showed compassion in a way that was different than anyone else in that time. Now in the Old Testament, we learn in the book of Leviticus, chapter 13, at verse 45 and 46, if someone had been diagnosed or the priest had you know, through watching their sores or their scowls and what was going on with them and it declares that they are leprous. It says, starting at verse 45, it says, And the leper in whom the plague is, his clothes shall be rent, and his head bare, and he shall put a covering upon his upper lip, and shall cry, Unclean, unclean, all the days wherein the plague shall be in him, he shall be defiled. He is unclean. He shall dwell alone without the camp, shall be his habitation. See, not only were they cast out and isolated away from their families, from the camp, from their tribes, but they also had to declare themselves. If anyone came near, they had to cry out, unclean, 
unclean. Just think about if today, when we were going through things or when we were being diagnosed with an illness, if we had to shout it out for everyone to know before they could ever get near, keeping people even further away. But during this time, if you had leprosy, that was what your your curse was. That was what you had to live with. And so people having compassion on you or towards you was very limited, if at all. Because leprosy is a disease that causes skin lesions. It also causes nerve damage. It can affect your sight. It can affect your peripheral nerves where you don't have feeling in your extremities. So not only was it a painful disease, but it also held a heavy weight upon it. So when you were declared a leper, you were being declared a, a life of isolation, of brokenness, you know, of limited provision. There was nowhere that you could hide because it was your duty to declare to all that you were unclean. But what we learn in Luke chapter 5 from 12 to 15, Jesus comes across a leper. Jesus comes across this leper and he doesn't treat this leper like anyone else. He does something that's completely different that catches this man off guard. Something that makes Jesus show full compassion in a way that people had not seen. And if we're not careful, we can miss it. Because it says, and it came to pass when he was in a certain city, behold, a man full of leprosy who seeing Jesus fell on his face and besought him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And he put forth his hand and he touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately the leprosy departed from him. And he charged him to tell no man, but go and show thyself to the priest and offer for thy cleansing according as Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. But so much the more went there a fame abroad of him, and great multitudes came together to hear and be healed by him of their infirmities. You see, Jesus could have just spoke to this man. Jesus could have just said, Be thou healed be thou clean and the man could have been clean but he does something he does something that no one else would have been willing to do in that time he reaches down and he touches the man before he heals his leprosy something that he probably had not experienced in many years the mere act of jesus reaching down and touching this man gives him back life it demonstrates compassion that he was a person. And I don't want us to miss that because that is what compassion is. You see, we sometimes need to sit down beside the broken. We need to sit down beside the people who feel isolated and hurting. And we just need to put a hand on their shoulder to remind them they're not alone that they are lovable, that there is compassion for them and for what they're enduring. And I love it even more because he didn't just heal him and walk away. He tells him to go to the priest and do as he is commanded by Moses. 
And he does that as another act of compassion because when he does that, when this man who was leprous, who is not no more, who Jesus showed compassion on, goes and does this, it allows him to be restored back to his family. So not only was Jesus having compassion on this man, but he was demonstrating compassion for this man's family that he could be restored to, that he could get back to his family, to his tribe, to be a part of society. And I just ask you, what are some ways that we can demonstrate compassion to others? What are some ways that we can reach out to people who may feel ostracized because of health issues or social status or sin? You see, all of us suffer from sickness or brokenness from our sins. Now, for some of us, it's the sins of our past. For some of us, it may be the sins that we're in the middle of right now that we just can't let go of. Or maybe you've never given your life to Jesus and you just stumbled across this and you say, my sins, my brokenness, my filth, my dirt is just way too much. Well, let me just tell you, child, it is not. Jesus reaches out and he touches everyone. He died for everyone. There's no sin too great. There's no brokenness too big. There is no filth that's so dirty he can't clean up. He died for everyone, and He freely offers the pardon to our sins, to our brokenness, to our hurt, to our past. He reaches out and He places His hand on us in compassion and says, just follow me. Give it to me. Let me take on the brokenness, the sin, the dirt, the shame. I died on the cross so that you would not have to carry it any more. You see, we have a bad, bad, bad problem a lot of times of looking at things. We are bad about looking onto others and declaring they're in a certain situation because of the sin in their life or because of the choices they made. Or regardless if it's because of the choices they made or sometimes because of just the circumstances of life, we fall into situations that might isolate us or might cause us to to be sick or, or go through things it is not our place to state that every bad thing that happens to someone is not because of sin or something that they have done there are times that we are going to endure and go through things for the glory of God there are going to be times that things just happen and God knows all about it and he is there to be our compassionate friend and we need to be that compassionate friend to others. We must be very careful to never be a respecter of persons with our compassion. Jesus freely demonstrated his compassion to everyone, and we must be willing to do the same. We can't be guilty of serving only the right people or only the people who are like us. We need to serve others and have compassion on everyone as Jesus did. If we want to be the light in the darkness, we have to be the light in the darkness like Jesus was. We speak truth in love, but we give compassion to all. It doesn't mean we accept 
the sins. It doesn't mean that we condone the sin. It just means that we understand we're all broken and we have all had our own sins to endure, that we've all had to be cleaned up, that none of us are perfect. All of us have sinned. All of us have endured. But that does not give us the right once we have been cleansed, once we have been set at the feet of Jesus and surrendered all. We, more than anyone else, should demonstrate that compassion to others. In Luke 7, 36 through 47, Jesus is in Simon's house. And as he's in his house, a sinner woman comes and she falls down at Jesus' feet and she begins to wash his feet with her tears and to wipe them with the hair of her head. And the Pharisees in the house, they, be, they begin to have great indignation towards this woman for the love that she is pouring out on Jesus. And if we look at verse 39, it says, Now when the Pharisee which had bidden him, meaning Simon, saw it, he spake within himself, saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would have known who and what manner of woman this is that toucheth him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus answering said unto him, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto thee. And he said, Master, say on. And Jesus then starts to explain to Simon that those who have been forgiven much also love much. You see, this woman was a great sinner to everyone that looked upon her. And the sins that were going to be forgiven her caused her to love in an extravagant way that the Pharisee could not understand. I don't know about you, but Jesus has forgiven me for much. Jesus had compassion on me for many things. And therefore, I should demonstrate more compassion than others. I should love much. It should be freely seen and freely demonstrated through my life the love, the mercy, the grace, the compassion that Jesus has given to me. And I should pour that out on everyone else in my life. We have to stop and think sometimes. And I ask you now, have you forgotten all that God has forgiven you for? Have you forgotten all the compassion that's been demonstrated towards your life? Brokenness or pain or isolation? In Luke 17, 11 through 19, Jesus heals 10 lepers, but only one praises and thanks him. Are we the one? Are we going to go back and demonstrate compassion on others because of all the compassion that Jesus has demonstrated to us? Do we remember to thank God for the compassion He's given us by turning it around and demonstrating it to others? So I want to challenge you this week. I challenge you to take time and focus on your friendships. Take time to demonstrate compassion on others to ask God to open your eyes and show you if there's anyone around you that needs compassion where you can pour love into others I ask you that this week you stop and you say Lord who can I be a compassionate friend to as you have been to me the Finding a More family would like to thank you for connecting with us today. You can find us at www.findingthemore.org or on any of our social media platforms at Finding the More. Our prayer is that you experience the more in Jesus.